0: Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, It's what this <laughs> Oh, no. Wait, can we restart that? No. Oh, my God. Oh,
1: same. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Welcome, everybody. I hit the this is episode 19 the of you. the Win two, is a Win podcast. I am your host for today, Sam Cookie. I am joined with Maddie B and H Double. Your Maddie. host
1: for today. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! It's like we're like oh, joining yeah. podcasts. I didn't know. It was your yeah, podcast. I
0: know. I'm, I'm taking a little bit more of a formal step today. I felt Whoa. like it, it was in my bones too. But you—you you you changed ever since talk? you joined the podcast. You're right. You're right. Yeah, a lot has changed. But uh, how are you boys on this fine Sunday? Um honestly
1: not too good after I just heard that I'm a guest on the show pretty much.
0: Wow. Yeah, kind of just here honestly. So (laughs) I mean I I am doing I'm doing I'm a little tired because had a fun weekend, but we're gonna we're gonna Mm -hmm. get through it. So all right. Charles
1: decided to uh party it up at a gold wedding he show we're gonna have to get some videos of your moves. Charles said he was dancing so my sister
0: my there is my sister recorded me i know for a, one point so there is proof of it so.
1: Mm-hmm. so we might have to get allison to maybe you know yeah
0: allison might have to give us a hookup
1: might have to give us a hookup
0: <laughs> yeah Um uh, i'm kind of hoping uh <laughs> someone someone took a video of me dancing too because that'd be kind of fun to watch in retrospect because i was in a wedding last week too but um yeah no no we're excited to get back into it for this episode. We've got a couple uh, big topics to talk about today. Uh, last episode of the podcast was a little bit more um, kind of intensive with the NBA draft. We're gonna I believe we're gonna discuss a little bit of it today. No, no, we're not well, gonna
1: we, will, well we will we will discuss the results because right. there is a punishment for
0: one of us. Yeah. Yeah, so we do have the results of that. So we are going to talk about it a little bit today, results-wise. But um, Yeah, well, let's talk about it right now, then. Don't shake your head at me. I'm Um, just
1: saving Sam left and right in this uh -uh. intro. I'm just saving his bacon, bro.
0: Matt is just full of disapproval. He doesn't like anything I do. But that's okay. No, I like
1: everything you do because I liked your
0: draft. It was nice. You liked it in, like, a devious way, though. <laughs> you and Charles yeah. both. I, I tried to warn you, man. I knew it was over. I, I mean, it was really on me, mostly. After, I probably... after that
1: second pick, it really went downhill. I was impressed with the first pick, and then after that, it just went oh, downhill. God. And I was like, what is he
0: doing? I uh, honestly, I forget who my second pick was. I know my third was Derek Rose. Sorry, this makes me laugh. So, I'm pretty sure your second pick was Derrick Rose. No, Jordan Poole and then Derrick Rose. Oh, it the was back-to-back. Jordan Poole. Yeah. Like you said,
1: Jordan Poole, Derrick Rose. I mean, Jordan, Jordan Poole
0: is not that bad of a pick. Well, if you're well, – For where you picked him, he's kind of bad. I guess that's true. And for how he, like, ended his season, because he kind of crapped out in the playoffs. But that's besides the point. Um, do you guys want to start by talking about the results a little bit? Yeah, let's let's get that out of the way now. Okay. So thank you to everyone who voted. We appreciate it. All I know is that Matt and I, we gave in or we sent in the data we got from it, but we did not see it from Sam. So I think Sam was just being bitter about it because he already knew he lost. So we don't know how Sam's poll actually did. <laughs> but from the what we do have from Matt and I's poll and our podcast Instagram's poll, we have, let's see here. So on my poll for the worst team, 3 votes for Sam, 1 vote for me. For the best team, 2 votes for Matt, 3 votes for me. And then the worst team on our podcast poll, 5 votes for Sam, 2 votes for Matt. And then the best was 4 votes me, 2 votes Sam, 1 vote Matt. And then on Matt's poll, we had well 89% of went to my team. So I'm guessing that's like eight votes or something. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sam got like-, like one vote and then the worst team, Sam got 60% of the votes, Matt 30, me 10. So basically I said all that. You probably didn't follow it. What it means is Sam lost pretty handedly. <laughs> and I won pretty handedly. So I appreciate you guys for voting for my team. It means a lot, but Sam, I think what's more important is the fact you lost. Cause I don't get anything for winning. But you do get something for losing. And what is that? Well, Matt and I had a long discussion of like Like, four (laughs) texts. Yeah, four (laughs) texts, probably. I mean, there were short texts.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. It was long. I mean, the in-between period of when I was waiting for Charles, I mean... Uh, <laughs> it was like, it was like a day long discussion, bro. You know what I'm saying? It was, it we were, was, we were, a, we were, it, we, we had to take after. a break, man.
0: We couldn't gotcha. agree on the terms. So we had yeah, to we take deliver, a break.
1: We deliberated like so yeah. much, like almost like we almost ran out of time.
0: of this. D- d- this yeah. Time. The dispute was, was at a, was a pretty, was at a pretty high point at one point, but we, we resolved it right before the deadline. Mm-hmm. Sam, you, sir, for the next week, starting tomorrow, not tonight, tomorrow, You have to play Clash of Clans for a whole week straight. And here's the conditions, at least that I thought of. Matt can chime in. You have to get on at least three times a day, and they have to be somewhat spaced out. You can't just get on, like, get on, get off, get on, get off. You can't, like, cheat like that. You got to get on three times a day. And you have to get in. hmm, You have to participate in one clan war, just one. Okay. And then you also have to... How many attacks should he have to do? One attack per time he gets on. Three attacks a day? Oh. Oh, and while you're at it, contribute some claim games, if you can, for us That's as my well. Yeah. I have to do my research thing. Maybe. Okay, so and three times the a day, thing, one attack. The good thing is yeah. we can know if you
1: do the three attacks because it's seven days, so you'll have to have an attack log of 21.
0: Well, that's only attacks one. As long as it reaches like 10, I'd say if you want like half of them, that's, that's good stuff. Man, Dang. Well, I definitely I will say to the audience, I definitely saw myself losing this challenge. Um, <laughs> I should have been a lot smarter with my picks, and I you told me you did research. I, really I, I was... expected a lot better from you. Yeah, I told you that as dude, soon as we I, wrapped up the episode. I fell a little flat, so I'm sorry to my like three fans out there but
1: for those fans who did like our polls and everything don't worry we will be doing more drafts hopefully we'll be doing a baseball one here soon maybe around the all-star game since that will be i think would be pretty interesting to see um and we will be doing some hopefully some more punishments and things like this because I don't know. I definitely enjoyed it and it was good to have interaction from the fans and other people and stuff. So, yeah, I did like that aspect of it.
0: And real quick, you might be wondering, like, oh, Sam has to play a video game. Is that really a punishment? He despises Clash of Clans. And when we try and get him to play, he's always like, no, I'm not playing it. And so he I don't think he's going to maybe I guess the good thing is, like, if he gets he plays it and he kind of enjoys it, he might actually play with us. But if he does hate it, then at least he'll be miserable. So it's kind of a win-win, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, Three attacks a day, Sam. Yeah, three attacks a day. You can Um, use whatever troops you want. You just got to attack. Yeah, you just got to attack. And you got to participate in one clan war and use both the attacks. And as Carl said,
1: you got to win. I think you have to win at least, like, probably half. Because, you know, if if he just gets on and does one archer in the back and he's like, oh, I attacked, I lost. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah. We need he to see double-digit wins, double-digit g- double attack digit wins. wins. Yeah, gotta yeah. see double-digit, at least ten. If you don't get well, ten, we might have to, might have to do something else. So we'll have to, we'll have to yeah, do something up extra for me. Yeah, it's so that starts curfew. tomorrow. You can, you can prepare tonight if you want. You can get on tonight and prepare, but it starts I, tomorrow. So I, I guess so. Yeah, I'll definitely have to do my research. <laughs> oh, and Matt and I are gonna keep a keep a watch on you. We're gonna be watching <laughs> yeah. your profile. Big Brother <laughs> is watching you.
1: I just wanna I just wanna let everyone know anytime Sam says I'll have to do my research, just know he will not do his research and he will try to just <laughs> he'll just try to say, Oh yeah, well actually I didn't, but so
0: maybe just, maybe just so
1: you know Sam Cookie when he says let me do my research means he will not do it.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe I actually just didn't do that on purpose because I wanted to try to get back in the clash. No, <laughs> I don't think Well so. I had a master plan all along. <laughs> and i have i have a loss under my belt already so i don't feel pressured to do another one oh, I, I will i would admit i expect redemption when it comes time for baseball from you i do respect oh, uh, expect redemption oh definitely i'm gonna get back at you guys but oh. i'm definitely
1: gonna try to win that one
0: i'm oh, gonna are you try and get one of you to get last i feel That's like i feel like at that point we should actually like go out and play baseball see who's the best <laughs> you really you want that sam? up a notch yeah, yeah you really do want like that a, sam you do sure? like a hit throw a like catch competition
1: sam I, I don't i don't think you remember i i was hitting some dingers into the creek bro
0: that, that was a while ago though wasn't it no me and
1: uh me and charles actually went out whenever oh yeah oh, another story that... of sam's l um when i was back in missouri we had this plan to go to a Cardinals game together. Oh, oh that and the night the night before we're like, okay, like let's maybe let's try to do it. Cause it was gonna be two dollar glizzy Tuesdays, right? Or something like that, or five bucks, whatever they were. Um and so we're gonna go and then Charles is like, actually, like, I'm actually gonna like not take the day off because I'm like, I need to do it, but we'll take it. I'll take it. Wait,
0: a day wait, 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 real quick. No, this is what happened. I was communicating with Sam. And we were deciding what day we should take off together. And the night of Tuesday, he or of Monday going into Tuesday, he goes, let's go to work tomorrow. And then that means we're going to call in for Wednesday. Right. Yeah. And then. Next thing I know, I wake up, I go to work. Right. And he texts me at noon because I'm like, oh, you know, this sucks. I was really tired. And he goes, oh, yeah, I actually called in today. <laughs> and I, I, so felt, I felt really bad. I felt that's really that's where the the the, the miscommunication happened. So.
1: Yeah. And so Sam, we because we were trying to go to ba- I, we we're trying to go to baseball game at least one of the days because um that's just kind of what we did growing up. And so Sam unfortunately missed out and we went to the game on Wednesday because that's what we planned. It's Charles it was like, hey, we're taking the day off Wednesday, plan for baseball on Wednesday. So I was like, okay. So that was like the plan. And obviously I had no idea Sam had taken off until Charles texted me. I was like, what? And so me and Charles went to the game on Wednesday and then ended up going to um, the place where we used to play baseball and stuff. And we played baseball and had a great time. And it was even made it even better because we knew Sam was at work.
0: I was I was suffering at work. Charles and I had a had a long talk beforehand on whether we should take that Tuesday or Wednesday off. And I think right before we both, like, split ways, yeah. we decided on Wednesday. But I, I think- remember I was, like, honestly leaning towards taking off that Tuesday. I was like, let's just take off tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, were- I think let's just do that. And you went, you know, and then you had the final kind of push. And you said, well, let's take off Wednesday. And I was like, okay, fine. We'll take off Wednesday. So I was actually leaning towards that that next day, too. So. Yeah. I yeah. think it was just that that it was that last made decision. I think I slept terribly that night, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's way too late to tell Charles or Matt about this." So I was just like, <laughs> "Screw it! I can't call in uh, that day and uh, Wednesday." So I, oh I'd man, that day. good memory, good memory. <laughs> Probably one, yeah, one of the big pills
1: Sam has taken recently. I would say,
0: at least one. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is turned into a, a nice little story time. Yeah, this is no, this is just YouTube, like, putting the heat on me. I oh, Sam,
1: Sam, me. Sam, we're just we're just remembering the L's that you've taken. It's hard for it's hard for us. We haven't really taken a lot of L's, bro. Uh,
0: I don't know if if I thought about it, I could easily name off a few L's that you guys have taken.
1: I mean, let's not let's be real here. I mean, your baseball team taking some L's, too, but we'll get well, to that later. That's.
0: Yeah, I really can't do much about that. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll you do can't do much about it. MLB. But yeah, do what am have, I supposed to do?
1: Do you have to say, though? Do you have to say, though, Sam's football team has definitely clapped our cheeks 100%. Oh, the Chiefs for sure. definitely, they've been that team, unfortunately. You guys,
0: so- you guys don't even go one word of me talking about the Chiefs without you two whining. It's like, oh, we're talking about my home. We hear him all the time. We're just meat riding. <laughs> you guys always say that. And the Cardinals, at least, they're in London right now. They didn't actually lose a series, so they could have done a lot worse. Or did they win today? They they won today, yeah. They lost yesterday, but so they split the series. Well, I know that's
1: a topic that we're saving for later, but should we get into our other topic
0: first? Yeah, we can. Um, Charles, do you want to transition us? Yeah. He's the I, man. I will. Are you ready for this transition? Yes. Take it well, away. Whoa, what, what is going on with your, you, oh, your camera? Drum that was like an earthquake. You. No, there's <laughs> a drum roll. Oh, your camera was shaking like an earthquake. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you see that, Matt? Oh, I did. Yeah, no. I was like, huh. no. okay. Uh, no drum roll. So, no drum rolls then. No drum rolls. All right. Okay. No more. Well, you see, I was at a wedding yesterday and I have an uncle who is a very, he's actually from the UK, very big soccer fan, very passionate about soccer. We didn't get to talk about it yesterday, but I know if we did, I think one of the main topics besides our own teams, which I was not going to bring up to him because that's a personal, well, a sensitive subject. Um, Anyways, we would have talked about Messi probably. I think that would have been a big topic discussion. and so. We've been waiting. I know we're a few weeks late now. We obviously were MIA when the whole Messi to Miami happened, but we're going to talk about Messi and his decision to come to America and how the impact or the impact it's had, how big it's been since he's joined or said because he, he hasn't even played yet, but like since he's uh, joined uh, Miami, was it Miami ooh, FC or something?
1: Inter-Miami. Inter Miami. Inter yeah.
0: Miami. Yeah, I don't I don't know the MLS as much. I've only been learning the Premier League. But yeah, we're gonna talk about Messi. So I know Matt is probably very excited. He's our big soccer guy here. And I think it's obviously for all of us really cool because Messi is obviously considered one of the greatest soccer players of all time. And now he's coming to America for and for example, I was looking at their schedule. They play in Kansas City in like September, you know. So like when you kind of can see that like happening, it definitely piques the interest and so I want to start I want to start with Matt obviously I want to get Matt's thoughts I think he can have a good leeway lead way into to talking about Messi and so yeah what are your initial thoughts what do you think when it happened did you see this coming yeah just take me through it what's your what's your thoughts um
1: I mean I knew that he said that he would be okay like be willing to play in America like a lot of some like a lot of like older stars have decided to like come play later in their career in MLS. I mean, like you have David Beckham, David Villa, uh, Zlatan, Ibrahimović, Gareth Bale, you know, kind of like tail end, uh, Chiellini, you know, tail end of your career, you know. Um, But like, it was interesting because during this time, there was a lot of um, offers being made from Saudi Arabian clubs for big stars. And I think Messi, I think he turned down like a, Two hundred million dollars a year contract to go play in the MLS, and there's just a lot of different reasons. Like he'll get to have like a minority stake in the club. They're doing an Apple Plus series on Lionel Messi, and there's some other stuff. So like the deal actually ends up being probably just as lucrative, I believe, as the Saudi Arabian deal. Um, but it's definitely very interesting. Like. I, I thought at some point he might come over to the MLS, but I didn't think it would be like super soon. So that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, I guess for me, my question is, I don't know if you guys know too much, but usually people are either Messi fans or like Cristiano Ronaldo fans, so CR7. What about you guys? Are you guys Team Messi or Team CR7?
0: I would say Messi. Oh, ooh, Sam and I in sync there. Yeah. Okay. So and, and I would say messy just because of outside voices uh from me, I haven't really looked into maybe that debate to really <laughs> give more of an opinion. I still have a lot to learn about soccer. So you can take yeah. my opinion with a grain of salt, but I'm gonna go messy. So do you guys do you guys know the YouTuber speed? Yes Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, I just I, want to
1: say before before Sam gets into that, I'm a CR7 guy. So Ooh. once Sam gets done with his speed comment, I'll tell you why I have some different opinions mm-hmm. on Messi coming it's, to MLS. Cool. Anyways.
0: Yeah, this whole story might apply to Matt, too. I thought it was a little cringeworthy, obviously, from an outsider looking in when speed was absolutely like breaking down. When he finally was able to meet Ronaldo, he's, he's a huge Docker fan, so I can't really relate to him because I'm definitely a lot more casual in that way. But I thought it was a little ridiculous for how like how like big of a meat writer he is towards Ronaldo. Well, to
1: little, put lot. it into
0: perspective. You yeah, so, please put me into perspective though. Yeah.
1: Speed basically he came on the scene as like just a random YouTuber and then he started learning about soccer and he's always been to Ronaldo. He goes, I love Ronaldo, 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 pretty much like that, right? And so He's like, one day if I can just meet Ronaldo, like, I'll be good. And so he's, like, done, like, a Sideman charity match. He's about to do another one with them as well, which, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, Basically, he's in all this soccer stuff in a short time, and it's pretty cool to see and everything. But when he met him, that'd be like, for you, Sam, if you met Patrick Mahomes and all that kind of stuff. I knew
0: you were going to say that. Uh, well, Patrick yeah, Mahomes, or or that.
1: if you got to meet like yachty or uh, yeah Ramos, i was gonna you know say maybe
0: maybe i'd be like in that caliber breaking down from that like rules or something yeah
1: and like it's not and the thing is like everyone knew that speed wanted to meet him and like they're like the him and like so cr7 and like, Messi, like the two biggest soccer names like ever ronaldo's like the most followed you know all this kind of stuff on instagram and so it's kind of a big deal because you don't really get to meet Players and stuff as often, especially he's here in the US, you know, so they don't ever come over here like really ever, you know, and so that's kind of why it was a bigger deal is just because like everyone knew that we wanted to meet Ronaldo and stuff, and then like he finally did it. And like it's not like it was set up like it was a spur of the moment thing. Like he tells us, like he told the story that he saw Ronaldo's brother, then Ronaldo's brother met someone else, and then they went down the tunnel, and then he saw this other guy on the team. And that guy on the team then stopped Ronaldo to come out of the car and do stuff. And then that's how he met Ronaldo. So it wasn't even like planned or PR stunt or anything like that. It was like mm-hmm. completely, like completely organic and all that
0: kind of that's stuff. That's pretty cool. That's, yeah, so, that's a cool story behind it. I have a, I have a question going back to Messi for you, Matt. And mm-hmm. you've mentioned a lot of, of stars that have come to play in the MLS, MLS and mm-hmm. the tail end of their careers. And obviously, as we know, the MLS is not nearly as competitive as the leagues over in Europe. And so you said you were maybe a little shocked by Messi coming over so early. Mm-hmm. Like you maybe thought he had a couple more years of maybe more high level, I guess you could say, or the highest yeah. level of soccer. Yeah. So yeah, do you I mean, in terms of you know, I, I guess obviously he's been playing a lot of soccer and he's made a lot of money and he's gonna make a lot of money mm-hmm. for this, but yeah, is it still like I mean, how do you feel about this? Or does it shock you, surprise you that he would go to a low-level competition instead of staying uh, at high, high-level high competition in Europe? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean,
1: that's the goal, is to stay high-level competition. I mean, Ronaldo was still playing at 36. He's playing for Juventus. It wasn't until this past year that he ended up going to the Saudi Arabian stuff, you know? Um, but... But I think, I think MLS is a different challenge. Like MLS isn't bad, like right. The, some of the players do go over and play in Europe and do decently well, you know. Um, however, I think at the telling of your career, I think it is a little bit easier to come here because one, he's in Miami, which is really nice. But two, you kind of get like, I would say more of like a star type treatment when you come play in America rather than Europe, like, Europe, like, yes, you are a star, but there's how many other stars, right? Whereas here we're like, oh, like messy, you know, and maybe people there too. Um, I think it's, it's kind of Messi. a, it's a good move for him. Thank you. Good move for him just because he is getting older. So he's not like the messy of like, you know, prime messy, you know? Um, but I think it's fun and it's cool. Um, and I really think it will help soccer gain more, attention attract more people all this kind of stuff and i just want to mention this i know um they're trying to get to the baseball thing i have maybe like 20 minutes or so um to talk but the cool thing is is in tw- there's going to be three like huge tournaments in america these next like three years so in 2024 you have copa america and what that is is it used to just be um all like this, like the South American teams played in the tournament to see who was like the champion of that, as like you know Brazil and Argentina, etc. Well, they've now adopted in um, some of the North American teams, so like the U.S., Canada, Mexico, all of them are part of it now. And that tournament will be hosted in America, so you'll have teams like Brazil and Argentina. So like Neymar and I know Messi won't play, right? You, and you think he's not playing for Argentina anymore? Um, But you have like the Argentinian team, you'll have the Brazilian team, you know, all these stars come. That'll be 2024. And then in 2025, you have the Club World Cup, which is 24 of the best teams are coming to America and seeing who's going to win. So like currently right now, who's guaranteed right now is the UEFA Champions League winner. So you have Chelsea, Real Madrid, Man City are all guaranteed to come over. And then there's a couple other teams, and then it's, like, the top eight in the world, so, like, Bayern Munich will probably come over as well. And so, like, for me, who's a Bayern Munich fan, like, yes, I got to see them last year in Germany, but how many times you get to see, like, big competition and big players come over, like, not very very often. So that's happening, which is super cool. And then in 2026 is the culmination of, like, super fun stuff is the World Cup tonight so had the world cup in america so basically from 2024 to 2026 like if you're a soccer fan like america is definitely the place to be like you know so for for me as a soccer fan i'm like okay it looks like my money is going to those <laughs> you know what i'm saying like okay i'm saving yeah. for those things so i think that'd be really good and then especially because messi's here i think he'll really um gain a we'll gain a lot of soccer fans i think and a lot of knowledge to the sport and hopefully that can like increase in our youth so that we then later on america is better at soccer on a world stage so i think it's a good good move for messi i think it's good for united states um i wish our seven came over here but i'm glad he's still in europe and doing really well so
0: yeah that's what uh gonna... what are the locations of those of those three tournaments do you know them off the top of your head um
1: they don't have the locations yet. Um, they do for the World Cup because you have to announce those early.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Like, I do know Kansas City is one of them for the World Cup. I know Dallas mm-hmm. is one of them. You have them in L.A., uh, New York in the giant state of some MetLife. Um, That's so
0: cool. I believe yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I believe you stadium. have one
1: in my Mi- Miami, I believe, is one of them, too. Um, yeah, there's can, a couple others. Yeah, I can but, probably look
0: it up right now and look at all of them.
1: Yeah and then I think the final what I think I mean I don't believe they have announced it yet but I think everyone so, is so is bad. planning that it's going to be in Dallas at, at the Cowboys oh, Interesting
0: So there's actually two in Canada and three in Mexico but then there's 11 in the USA Yeah so and, it's a joint yeah. thing
1: it, the group stage is going to be between those three but then after that the knockout yeah. round is all in America is all in the US
0: So Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Houston, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Miami, New York, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Seattle. Hmm. That's really cool. That is a that's a bucket list right there to go to one of those sites.
1: Yeah, I would just want to go to one. And like for me, I mean, I'm a Germany fan, so it would be nice to like know where they're playing because then I would go travel there just because I like Germany and stuff I know a lot of people want to go see America so those tickets are going to be you know
0: yeah I was going to say probably just Um, absolutely and I I think there's a lot of
1: Germany fans too but like for me like I'd love to see Germany if not I would choose probably maybe another team I'm like okay like this player like for me I'd be okay to watch Canada because I like Alfonso Davies he's one of my favorite players um but yeah I mean obviously like you have a lot of but the thing is we have a lot of races here in America, like there's a lot of Brazilians, so they might want to go to Brazil, right? And I think America, I think you'll see in the World Cup, I almost want to predict that you'll, granted, there'll be way more teams and more games, but I think it would be probably the most attended World Cup. That That's my prediction, just because of how I think a lot of people come in and travel to the, to the US, will travel to the World Cup, but with everyone in our melting pot, I really think, I think we'll have a, a World Cup record of attendance, I think.
0: I let me let it. me just say the messy effect is real though, as you've seen yeah. probably those posts about how when he joined the Instagram for the club got more followers in a couple days than any American football team has, because like the Patriots have the most, and the amount of followers that uh Inter Miami gained after Messi announced he's joining surpassed that as as much as the Patriots have. So you can it's, see the the yeah. soccer and messy it's effect, crazy. yeah, it's crazy. Like kind of like what Matt was saying too. Um, I never really even thought the U S had much of a presence in soccer, even before Messi came into the, uh, to play for inter Miami. But, um, I believe like last year, there were rumors that, uh, Ronaldo might, he was in talks of playing with sporting Casey. I could be wrong, but I think there were talks about that. Originally when I saw that article come out, I was really thinking, I was like, that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, the MLS, I don't really think it's, a, it's nearly as high as a level of competition as something like the Premier League, and I don't really see a big reason why like a lot of like really big-name players would really want to play in the MLS besides just wanting to come to America and hang out. I guess it would be a good point if you're kind of more on the tail end of your career. I mean, you, you get offered a lot of money to play in the U.S. too, so that would be a good reason, but um, no, it's crazy to see that one of the best – one of the best soccer players in the world is going to be playing in Miami now. And usually you see those kind of things happening strictly in like Brazil or like some, some Eastern country like that, but I don't think it's ever really been the U S in near history like this. So pretty cool to see. And I, I just say, I love the world cup. So, and I, even though I've never been a soccer fan, Matt knows throw throwback, the 2014 one, and we watched a lot of that together. So I've always been a world cup guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I actually think it would be a goal of mine to go to one of those sites and maybe we can link up for sure. Yeah. I think,
1: I think it'd be fun if we could do it as like a big group, like a high school friends or something. Yeah, For me, I would love to just take anyone who like, it's really fun because, you know, as we know on this podcast, Charles is getting more into soccer with Brighton. Sam kind of is getting a team with Tottenham. Like it's for me, it'd be way more fun to take people, my friends who are getting into soccer or like it, then go to a World Cup game like anyone just because like then you have that experience and all that kind of stuff oh, you know sure. I mean of course I'm getting shirts and what I mean it's World Cup you know <laughs> of course I'm getting shirt like I'm
0: gonna drop I'm dropping okay. some money I definitely you're, know you're that, already <laughs> but... making a budget right now for it starting I, today. I imagine right. the tickets I imagine tickets would be insanely expensive for World Cup games like that.
1: Well, it depends if it's the group stage they're not as expensive so that's why i'd go to one of those because then after that it gets more expensive and stuff i, I mean Brandon, i have no idea what i'm going to do for work and stuff maybe if i'm working in sports or something maybe someone's like hey do you i have tickets for this want to go but oh yeah sure like let's go yeah. you know um it but is, it's definitely pretty cool so
0: let me just say also real quick so you know how you said uh cr7 was in talks with supporting kc you said that was a rumor sam it was probably he's probably talking to mahomes you think maybe, so? Yeah. Maybe. Mahomes, I think Mahomes would have that Mahomes kind of probably has. Yeah, yeah, Mahomes probably has the phone numbers. I mean, he, he talked Whataburger into getting Whataburgers in Missouri too. So oh, do you guys yeah. have so magic? magic. I yeah, we, we have to thank Mahomes to getting Whataburger to Springfield because he got KC and then they I feel like they just were like, yes. we'll just put it in Springfield too. Yeah. So. exactly. You guys don't give him enough credit. He's done more <laughs> well he, he's done God's work what, outside of the football field. Whataburger isn't like that much better though i mean it, it's i think it's overrated personally but it's not bad i mean yeah I and it's not high give it that it, much praise either uh, don't uh, really don't cool. let uh, don't let your uh, friends down there in texas hear that matt yeah no I keep it on the <laughs> shut, but i would say too it'd be really cool to have a place like an in and out and Out's good yeah in our dreams be, huh <laughs> i don't think there's any chance anytime soon that there would be an in and out but In and Out's really good too no way is it baseball time though? Because, you know, yeah. I was going to, I guess not really a good transition because I was going to be like, you normally get a burger at a MLB stand. Like, no, you normally get a hot no, dog. So no, that would have been no, but
1: speaking thing. of In and Out, the chain that was started in California.
0: Well, okay. California team. That's oh, not- I guess, I guess that's true. Okay. Um, look give, at that. Give you need some credit for that. All right. I'm on the ball. I, um, I like, I personally, I like Charles' transition a little bit better. He was just like, so I think it's time to talk about the MLB. I think that one was pretty good. Uh,
1: you know yeah. what, You're just taking a lot of L's. So that was an L take right there. That,
0: I can't I can't give too much flag because I didn't I did even give a transition, but that's besides the point.
1: I mean, we did we talked a lot about the soccer more than I thought. So we're yeah. actually we have a little less baseball time, but it's okay. True. But I
0: will we're
1: talk, this is a this is a topic picked curated by Sam. This is the Sam cookie topic.
0: Curated but by me. Yes, that is correct. So. We're talking.
1: We're going to talk about the reverse boycott that the Oakland A's had, and then we're going to go more into like our specific teams, how they're doing, etc. So, Sam, take it away with the reverse yeah. boycott.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, credit to Matt. Uh, I did curate this a little bit, a little bit, I guess. But um, I thought it was pretty amazing to talk about whenever it happened. So uh, a few weeks ago, at this point. The Oakland A's they are a very struggling club right now pretty much all thanks to John Fisher their owner but um the fans I thought this is really amazing this has never happened in the MLB before but the fans actually got together and they wanted to kind of prove to the owner because one of the main points that they're moving out of uh, Oakland California they're actually trying to plan to move to new uh, Las Vegas next season half well Part of the reason is because they don't think the fans are that engaged. So a lot of the fans, um, over 27,000 A's fans, got together and staged what they called a reverse boycott. Basically, they came together. They all picked the same day out to go watch, uh, I believe, a random Tuesday night game at Oakland. And they actually also pitched some money in. They had a fundraiser to – they scheduled their own actual promotion. the game too which is really cool so they actually made um i believe twenty t t-shirts made that just had the word sell on them and they just gave them out to fans as they're coming into the stadium which is really cool a lot of the fans they wore those t-shirts as the game was being broadcasted too so it was pretty easy to see them so it was just amazing to see um unfortunately it didn't really seem like it was a really like proven movement Um, I think John Fisher didn't even have anything to comment on the reverse boycott. Uh, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of the MLB actually uh, quoted on ESPN. He was interviewed about the reverse boycott a couple of days ago. And he basically just said that the the 27, the 27,000 plus fans that attended that A's game that day was pretty typical, which is an absolute lie. It made, Rob Manfred look more like a clown than he already is because <laughs> the average attendance for an A's game this season is like three, 4,000 fans. So 27,000 fans is amazing. And it's a really cool movement by the A's fans to show that they're actually like willing to be, they're really like strong, like have strong ties with their team still. They want to prove their owner wrong that, that John Fisher doesn't know anything. He just wants to get more money by moving to Las Vegas. But it was really cool to see. So I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it if you have any. Charles, I mean, do you want to go? Do you want me to go? I can I can go. Cause uh yeah. So obviously I've known about the A's, especially this season, uh a good amount. It's been a big story, story line with the owner and the relocation and the struggles they've had i think the it's been brought to light the struggles they've had as a franchise over the past bit you know and so it's definitely something that i was it seemed because i this happened this sparked because they got approved in nevada for their location the the stadium correct and i think yeah. that's what sparked it so props to them for for pulling it off pretty quickly but I actually watched the highlights of the game, and they they did win that game against the the best team in the league, and they were on a seven game win streak after that win at the time. Yeah, and it was it was it was an, it sounded like a playoff game, like it was it was a lot of energy in that in the building, a lot of energy from those fans, and it shows you how I think Oakland does have good fans, and their sports um their sports uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Sports economy, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of a war off the top of my head. They've been a little bit screwed over, kind of, you know, they've kind of lost some teams, a little bit of re- I mean, I know Golden State moved to San Fran, which like you know is a big move. They did leave Oakland. And so they've had, you know, some some tough times with their sports teams. And but I think they're really good fans. And obviously, John Fisher seems I don't know much about him, haven't done much research about him. He just seems like a money first guy. It's it's kind of sad to see how, like, what he's, you know, how he's treated the franchise, how he's just trying to, you know, make money decisions. And to say, I mean, like I said, uh, you have more probably thoughts being more baseball fans about the actual impact that something like this would have. And Sam, you said it was empowering to see,
1: mm-hmm. which I
0: still, I guess, I don't understand fully, maybe where you're coming from with that. But I do think it's a cool movement. And I, I do feel feel for those fans and I don't really have much more to say besides that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's still kind of inevitable. They're going to move. So like you said, it's really not going to do anything in the long run, but yeah, that's, those are my thoughts.
1: Yeah. I like those thoughts, Charles. And I think for me, like, I think it shows that the fans aren't the problem. I really think it goes with the ownership. Like I think, I believe it says the A's have like the lowest payroll in the MLB right now. -hmm. But like, I want to say it's like with all the contracts and stuff. I want to say they're like below 100 million or something like that, and like the next closest team is like I think maybe mid 100s, close to 200 million. And so like, for them, for like the A's and the fans, they're saying, "Hey, you're not really producing or putting out a good team for us. if you've wanted to move for a long time, and that's what it is. It's not the fans' fault. It's the ownership." fault like you're not wanting to splash cash you're not wanting to make trades you're not wanting to do stuff like that and so I think this was a move maybe all along for them is to hey then we can get like a better stadium nicer stuff etc you know blah, blah, blah 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 whatever you know whatever they want to say and I think with Rob Manfred like saying what he did like to me that's like makes him look like a clown like oh, that's a average day at the ballpark for the A's. It's like, no, it's not. They've been getting like 800 fans. And I think Rob Manfred just wants them to move. Maybe he gets more money in his pocket, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so it just makes me realize that he's more of a clown than anything. So I feel bad for the A's. I really do. And the fans of Oakland. I think they're the ones that are getting the, the blunt of what's happening, like the worst things, so.
0: Yeah, definitely not a good look for Manfred or Fisher. Not that he even really had a good reputation to start, but like Matt was saying, they just have an awful team on the roster this season. And they actually won 90-plus games last season, which is crazy, too. They had a really good team going, but, I yeah. think that was two seasons ago.
1: I think last year they didn't win 90 games, I don't think.
0: Um, I don't know. You could be right about that. Yeah, from what I know, there's just a lack of effort for the franchise you know yeah yeah no Matt is correct um the team I was referring to was the 2019 A's uh it was when they actually won 97 games and they made the postseason that year but uh, it kind of feels like after the 2019 season John Fisher hasn't really even done anything for the team and he's kind of been putting all the blame on the fans because of that and (laughs) the fans wanted to go out and prove that it's just not their fault that all their teams are moving away really gritty ownership to end it, but it's it's pretty amazing to see um the actual game that went on that Tuesday was pretty fun to watch too. Um and there actually has been talks about uh having another reverse boycott with the Giants. They are uh they're having a Bay series uh sometime in July, I believe. So yeah, that'll be fun to watch too. Unfortunately, they're it's a little bit too late for the team to really do anything. Fisher or Manfred, they're they're not going to like wake up or do anything. They're not that great of people, and they are, they um they do have an agreement on paper, I believe, to move to Las Vegas next season. They have a plot of land already, and I believe they're going to be playing in a Triple A ballpark for next yeah. season as uh, the baseball team is getting made too. I think aren't they
1: gonna play is it Reno Aces? Is that the stadium? Uh, yeah. Up in you know, I think, and then they're gonna yeah. go down to Las Vegas. So I believe that's that's the plan.
0: Yep. That's correct. So sucks to see for Ace fans. Sorry, that you guys are getting all the the flack. All your sports teams moving away. It sucks to see, but yeah, I forgot about the the Raiders too. That's the other team I can not yeah, think of. That. The Raiders yeah. and if, Las Vegas. <laughs> I believe
1: what they said is the rate the Oakland will be the first team to lose all four major sports. So yeah. they've lost an NBA team, NFL, NHL, and NBA. So
0: yeah, sad to see. Money talks, but yeah, money talks. I guess. Everyone wants to go to the the land. Away from Oakland. (laughs) Land away from Oakland, yeah. Yeah, Pretty much.
1: It'll be interesting to see if Oakland will ever get a sports team back, like a major sports team, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think they'll ever get one back or no?
0: I don't know, actually. I always thought there were too many teams in California already. Like, there's like five MLB teams in California and granted, it is a big space, It is a big state, but I don't know if it's it has big enough markets to support five different MLB teams. And the same can be said for different sports as well. There's just a lot of different teams in California. I just think it's just because of the yeah the competition. You know, right by like you said, there's oh, not only I mean, California's a state, but you have San Francisco right there. You know, so I think yeah. it's hard. And you know, you have like San Jose really close by too. That's doing, mm-hmm. you know, pretty well in its own aspect with some other sports. So it's just hard. It like I guess it's it's a it's a competition, it's a, it's a money thing. It's just difficult in terms of where it's at and location and compared to the some other cities around side it. Oh so, yeah. For I, sure. I mean, I would like to, obviously, for those fans, but I mean I, I can't really say I, I'm I'm not in that I'm not know that location, that area like well at all so I really can't say um if they will I would hope so because they've obviously had a rich history of sports teams there so if they've been there before you know that shows that they can come back eventually like in the future so I just I just want you know like like you know fans to be happy obviously and they've had a, a long history and so having all this stripped away from them is probably really tough and so yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a guy who wants the Supersonics to come back, you know, in Seattle. Like I'm like one of those guys. I, I like uh, teams to, to come back. So I, I definitely hope so. But it's just hard in that in that economy over there where they are. Yeah, for sure. It's, if anything, it's a good sign, at least because the, the Kraken, they had their debut season. And they actually did pretty well. Oh. Yeah, it, well, it was little, it was a little bit ago, but at least they did good this year. I mean, yeah, this
1: they sure year made it to in the uh, Western Conference Finals. So. And yeah, not the really
0: Cup, they made the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, cool. the Kraken, the Kraken, yeah, pretty cool. What What are your thoughts, then, Matt, about um, will Oakland get teams again?
1: Um, I think maybe eventually, but I think it might be maybe twenty to twenty five years from now.
0: It's a, it's a, it's got a, like I said, it's got a rich sports history, so has, I think it it's going to be a rich, target.
1: It does have a rich sports history. It's just hard when you have like you know. You have San Fran right there. You have, you know, just other California teams that are doing well. I mean, even like the Clippers are trying to remove or trying to move away from L.A. a little bit, you know, go to a different arena and stuff. Yeah, theirs is
0: going to be built like in a year, right, or something.
1: Yeah, so it's just definitely different. And I know we're we're already surprisingly over time already. Um, But you might have to.
0: Yeah, keep sure of that
1: maybe for later. But I think this is a great topic to really think about, just because it's like you know what are the ramifications? I think we all are like excited, like oh cool, Las Vegas is getting whatever. But it's mm-hmm. like, okay, what are the ramifications? You know, for Oakland and that city. You know, like look at Seattle. Like yes, they have the Mariners, they have you know the Sounders, your MLS. You know they have the Seahawks, but NBA. I mean, there's been no like nothing no talk of getting anything back. And then you look at, you know, just recently, you know, football's gone now, now baseball's gone. And obviously that probably, they probably won't get a team within the next 20 years. So it's like, man, what is going to be that next team that goes there? So
0: mm-hmm. it'll be
1: amazing. like, I think there's definitely a market there. And like you said, rich history. I mean, that's where, you know, um, Bo Jackson played his football, you know, as you know, the Raiders, you know, and, yeah. I know he did play baseball for Kansas city as well, but I mean, you've had some good people. I mean, you have, yeah. you know, the tuck rule, right. That, that happened. I mean, granted it happened up in new England, but I mean, that came from Oakland, you know, it was the, it was Oakland eight, it was the Oakland Raiders, you know? So it's interesting. It's, I just, kinda, it's, really
0: bad, yeah. honestly. it's just a market where, it's, you know, someone, some own, our potential owners, investors would be like, what's bring Oakland back, you know? Because mm-hmm. they have that that history on their side, and I think uh, I think that's a big uh, reason why that could. I think the team will come back eventually to Oakland, but it's going to take, like you said, time 20, 25 years. Yeah. We'll be fifty by then. Oh man, oh man. And um, we'll look back. And we'll I want to like think a about it that way. Like a, another team will be like, man, remember when our podcast episode when they all left in like five years? Like three of the teams did. <laughs> because yeah. literally I think it's been like three and five now well yeah. assuming I mean A's haven't officially left but like assuming they leave yeah it's, so. it's yeah, yeah it's inevitable at this point well yeah. good episode I think yeah yeah uh I think we could we also wanted to give a little update on our teams during the MLB season but I think we could we'll be mm. finally pushing that to next week at least yeah um, I think we can call it there so Thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Um, it's a little bit more of a relaxed episode compared to the uh, the NBA 2K draft that we had. Um, it was a lot of fun talking again, bringing up a little bit more casual topics that we wanted to talk about for a little bit. Um, we've got we've got some fun things planned again for future episodes. We are, uh, if you guys are cool with me bringing it up a little bit, we're we're considering talking about maybe watching a 30 for 30 or two and talk about it in a future episode i don't want to spoil too much though i that won't be any fun if i just spoil everything but thank you guys for watching
1: just want to say we are we are open to name suggestions but we're gonna since we upload we'll upload this next video on a friday so not this one but the one we do 30 for 30 we're thinking it's a good old friday flick so for the summer for the summer months just look out. Every once in a while, I might do a Friday flick.
0: That is true. Matt Matt coined the term of Friday flick, and it, it's got a ring to it. I'll, I'll give you credit; it does have a ring to it. So, but anyway,
1: yeah. we are off. We will be back for hopefully a good old Friday flick. Yes, Sam sir. Cookie the Goat introduction and the Goat closer for this episode. We love him, and then you have H Double.
0: The Go closer, ooh, I like the name.
1: I mean, I'm just trying to hype you up. And then, you know, we have H right. Double, the freaking dancing connoisseur. Yeah, the, the dancing up. king dancing over there. Stars, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Might be, my, might be my might be other calling, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then you... Maddie B. Maddie B, the the true the, the true goat that we have. <laughs> the true goat. I think we have all agreed on that, but Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. I think we will all catch you up on the next episode and take care. peace. Peace.